What's good, y'all? It's your boy, CEO Money Money. That's C.R.O.Double-Dollar-Sign, host of the Nerding with Friends podcast. I'm joined tonight with my co-host, Codename Comet. Salutations, my fellow blurs, nerds, and peaceful herds. It's your boy, Codename Comet. How y'all doing? Thank you, everybody, for listening today, whether you're listening on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for checking us out. And if you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe and check us out on social media. All links are in the description. Today, we're here to talk about the Flash trailer. Yes, yes, I know. It's been out for a while, but hey, much like Barry Allen, we're a little bit late to the party, but we're here to bring the Flash on the Flash breaking down the trailer for what looks to be the last installment of the, uh, we'll say divisive DCEU before James Gunn comes in and... Lee's house. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, before before some changes are made. So we're looking to have a great episode here. And if y'all ready, let's get into it. I'm going to kick it off to you, Codename. So what do you think about the trailer? All right, so I'm going to keep it real. Um, if we were to grade it on a 10-point uh, scale, I'd probably give it a 6. Um, that is my interpretation. I'm not going to, you know, I ain't going back and forth with nobody about it. But ultimately, I'm not completely moved by this trailer just yet. I, I feel like they have some things that, you know, I am excited about. Of course, you know, how, how could you not be excited about the return of the original Batman? Mm-hmm. Great. That's cool. Still doesn't quite do it for me, though, because I'll be honest. Even in the trailer, the way that I felt about it the return of Batman was kind of it was kind of sullied when I saw the return of Zod as well and I'm 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 here for it I understand it I look forward to like how they're going to incorporate this new story because what I will say it you know trailers a lot to you it does seem like there is something different happening than all of the movies that pre you know predated this one so the vibe the the unknowing the unknowingness i guess you could say of the movie and uh really having to you know succumb my own reasoning when it comes to like the people that were kept and the people that were let go when it comes to like the dc superheroes or the dceu superheroes mm-hmm. um to me I feel like the only reason this one was kept was because of Keaton. And I'm I'm looking forward to being wrong, but I feel like that was the only real reason why they continued with this movie and continue forward even with the actor. I'm going to um, stop you right there because he was um, in the Batgirl movie and they banished that movie to the shadow realm. I mean, that's part, that could be one of the reasons why he was like, all right, bro, so we're going to ask this over here because it's not, we're we going to waste your time, but we do got this other one for you. We had, uh, we had some ideas, but I mean, you trying to run it back? You already here. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck. You know, I haven't been excited for, a DC movie. Yeah. Well, in the DCEU, at least I haven't been excited for one since maybe Batman versus Superman, like nothing else really captured me since then. That was the last DC movie I saw 
in theaters yeah. outside of, you know, Joker and Batman, but they're not inside this continuity. Right. And honestly, you know, um, there was another thing you said it might piss some people off. You some some old heads we got on here. You call Keaton the OG. Shout out to Adam West, RIP to a real oh, that's one. That's true. That is you true. know, uh, out there with the shark repellent, running with the bombs before Christian Bale did it. We got to give give him give my man his flowers. I mean, he had to he had to don the cake before any anybody else could. So yeah, he had to crawl so 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 Batfleck could fly and, and yeah, Robert I mean? Pattinson could goddamn whip whip the whip, but. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very excited to see Michael Keaton back. Definitely one of my favorite people to wear the cape and cow. And watching this trailer, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of CGI. There's a lot of stuntman work. But to think he's moving, like he's still Batman at the age of like 71. I think he's two years younger than his Alfred in the movies. So it's crazy to think that, you know, he's still out here Batman, Vulture, shout out to Michael Keaton. Glad to definitely still have him around for this. Yeah. And just to harp on another thing you said about Zod being there, one of my biggest gripes is that they switched out Superman for Supergirl. Mm -hmm. And this seems to be heavily influenced from the Flashpoint comic series and there's a animated movie out there probably one of the best films that dc has put out live action or animated if you haven't please go check it out but in that spoiler spoiler alert i I finally remembered it before we got into a spoiler hey Hey. (laughs) you would think we did a podcast for two years (laughs) (laughs) and um in flashpoint um you know barry goes to um Barry changes the timeline. So in this world, instead of crashing in uh, Smallville, instead of crashing in Smallville, Superman actually crashes in Metropolis and, you know, small country town compared to big city. When he crashes, you know, the government is immediately there picking him up. Mm-hmm. And they put him in this holding cell. Superman's never seen light. He's treated as as an alien in this world. So I thought that definitely would have been interesting, especially if they could have brought back like a Henry Cavill, even a Brandon yep. Roth, who portrayed the character years and years ago and used some of that technology to make him smaller, sort of like how they did with um, uh, Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. and the uh, first Captain America movie. But I'm not ready to write it off just because of Supergirl's inclusion. Yeah, I mean, this could be a completely different uh, perspective where we're just seeing that Batman might have found about, you know, Kara, who actually landed before Clark. Um, so maybe this is, you know, his way of kind of saying, OK, well, we found her, but it was two ships. So we're not sure what happened to the other one. Yeah, there was two in Man of Steel. There was two no. pods, which alluded to Supergirl. You know, Man of Steel was supposed to be the jumping off point for this grander yeah. cinematic universe. But, you know, things just didn't happen the way they wanted them to. So maybe that's paying homage to their their roots and the origins of where they started. And and to 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 you know kind of beat in that point as well. This is the flashpoint paradox. So we understand in every other iteration that we've seen of this, 
what we see in this movie may not re- may not remain. If if all is supposed to go the way that is supposed to go, when he runs back from this world, things are supposed to change back to the way that they're they're supposed to go. And I guess in this particular essence, he's running to change the whole universe that was created in the past. You know, we we see the connection between Ezra Miller and every other thing that came from this, whether it be the Snyderverse and you know everything that predated it. You know, when he runs out of this may not even be the same actor anymore they like they could do a full switch and change literally everything you know for the most part at least in on the on a a macro level it seems like majority if not all of the actors that were a part of the first era of dceu um live action films not not i don't know if anyone's coming back um well you know another thing just to go back to um superman because Kara is older than Clark. A lot of people yeah. tend to forget that, you know, like she appears younger because she was um, in the Phantom Zone, I believe, or she was in some other dimension where her aging had halted. But maybe in this world, the both of them did land. And, you know, if they're picked up by the government, maybe baby Kal-El didn't survive the experimentations that was done on them because we see in the, in the trailer Kara looks much like Superman did in the Flashpoint um, series where he's smaller, weaker, frail. And then once you start absorbing that sunlight starts to, you know, buff up a little bit. I wasn't expecting her to bulk up as much as, you know, as she looks in the trailer, but that's uh We'll see. We'll see where they're going with this. It's it's a it's a lot that they can do with it because there is an eraser at the end of it. So you, you can do some funky shit and <laughs> with the idea that, hey, bro, we know how this ends. Like we know when this door shuts and none of this is anymore. So what we do in this reality, we can really push the envelope. You know, it is it, not unlike James Gunn to push the envelope as far as he possibly can before it doesn't create a good story. So I, I, I don't see any reason why we can't see some kind of off the world shit. Like I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if the two Batman may not may fight together. Hell, we may get some other Batman in this. I've, I saw, I don't see Christian Bale coming back for something like this. I feel like honestly, after love and Th- Thor, love and thunder thunder, he may have been burned by, comic book movies from if it ain't Christopher Nolan tied to it. But I mean, what what are the chances that he may pop up? I mean, what are the chances that, you know, we know that Cavill had some discussions with some of the other, you know, previous members. What if this was, you know, his last hurrah? You know, and, you know, it's interesting you say that because another, you know, I already dropped a spoiler warning. If you hear, you you know, spoilers, spoilers ahead, spoilers galore, spoilers all up in this motherfucker. <laughs> Leave that out. But um, during uh, Flashpoint, um, Wonder Woman and Aquaman are actually at war. And that's kind of like the main conflict, having Atlantis fighting against the Amazons. But it doesn't appear to be the fact here because they're classified as metahumans. And when Barry's in this world, he says that he's quote unquote created a world without metahumans. That's why you got Batman who's not a metahuman, but he's the only superhero that we've really seen in any of these movies that could 
still be around because right. it doesn't have powers. My biggest question is if we're to believe that, you know, Batfleck is in the prime universe and Barry goes to the other one where there's Keaton, mm-hmm. who is Batfleck fighting in those scenes we see? Is that right. in the beginning of the film? Yeah. Is that like a cut? Do the worlds collide? Mm-hmm. Because we know one villain is Zod. I want to get into who I think the main villain of this movie is, but okay. we know that's going to be handled in the newer world where Barry appears with no powers. Now, you so you feel not because I didn't really think about that. I I consume I, I I assumed that you know Zod would be the villain of this film. You feel like it is they're going to take it further? Yeah, because we see that. You know, Batman's fighting somebody. Yeah, he's dealing with something for sure. Batfleck. I'll I'll call him Batfleck. Yeah, Batfleck. (laughs) Batfleck is fighting somebody, and he's got the awesome new like blue and gray suit. I'm definitely a fan of. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's another actor who's had their back and forth with DC. So I'm sure if he came back for this, it's got to be something good. Yeah, you're not gonna waste his time. Right. This point. So here, here's here's where I'm really alluding to with this. If people have seen Red Flashpoint, Flashpoint Paradox, yeah, Barry, when he changes the timeline, he's still him, but he becomes depowered. He has his memories of the other timeline, but he's in this world where his mom lives. It seems like in this one, he travels to another world where he doesn't have powers and he meets another version of himself. This one also doesn't have powers in the beginning, but watching through the trailer, you can kind of see when he gets to powers. You see the Batarang get hit by the lightning. You see the lightning pass through one barrier, yeah, presumably to, to into the, the other. Yeah. So that's been my question this whole time, because what I like so much about Flashpoint was kind of like Barry going back in time and doing this, Mm -hmm. him having these memories, him having to try to piece everything together, convince people like this is not supposed to be happening. Like, you know, like you're dead, um, uh, Thomas Wayne, your son's Batman, Mm -hmm. like Superman. You're like, you're a reporter. Like you have a life like Aquaman, Wonder Woman. Y'all are friends. And I think the biggest thing is to, to go along with that is the fact that you see like his involvement and the fact that his his aha moment, his, you know, superhero moment it was long after, you know, his mom passed away, but it's more of like what he has done and what his, his role within, within their universe is so pivotal because without him getting, becoming the flash, all of these things could change. And I feel like that's completely excommunicated from this movie. And that's kind of why I'm like, uh. We'll see, but I feel like the best parts of the Flashpoint Paradox is the fact that Flash is the secular uh, focal point in all of these different, you know, alternate realities. And I feel like that's kind of pulled in this one. Yeah, not not to mention, you know, like the whole war with the Amazon. That and, That's my favorite um, thing. The Atlanteans. Like that, and, man. Yeah, that that's, that's huge. Like the way they... Like to see like Aquaman, who is usually like dissed a lot, and just to see like the type of power 
He's commanding. Like Aquaman yeah. is not somebody to mess with. One right. like taking that aggression that she puts out toward villains and turning that toward the world of man. Like right. what could happen. Like this is like the worst case scenario because oh, absolutely. They don't have a Bruce Wayne in this world. They have a Thomas, Thomas Wayne. Wayne. Who a does Thomas, not care? A <laughs> Thomas Wayne whose son is dead and wife is crazy. You know, right. he he doesn't care about all this. He's not about all this team up, hoorah, rah, rah, blah, blah. Yeah, this shit got nothing to do with him. So we see the other Flash, and if you look at his costume, shout out to New Rock Stars. I watched their trailer break down to get a lot of the information. They picked up on some things. I'm not going to lie. Do my research for these. I'm not going to sit here and be meticulous. I don't have the best eyes. I can't slow stuff down the frames. But it looks like the new Flash's costume is basically like one of the different costumes that, like, like a different version of the um bat suit that they've repurposed like mm. you can see where um parts are like shed it down and like the ears are cut off a bit and it kind of reminds me of the flash's first costume that we see in justice league where it looks very makeshift yeah and you can see more of the details in the scene where you see the two flashes touch and then they you know go their separate ways where they show the feet touch like mm-hmm. for a quick second <laughs> But I noticed they had different color lightning. One was blue, with, one was yellow. And with that, it makes me believe that at the heart of this, much like the 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 Flashpoint Paradox, the Flashpoint comic series, they have to to show Eobor Thawne reverse flash. He has yes. he he's got to be in this movie. Like I'm high on the movie because, you know, it's crazy. Ezra Miller is probably one of the worst human beings <laughs> that that we know of, like right now. And people petitioned to re- replace him with Grant Gustin, the CW Flash. They wanted him out of the movie, recast. Mm-hmm. And they doubled down and put him in here twice. Twice. It's like, <laughs> oh, you want you want to get rid of? <laughs> we'll you'll see what happens. We got they, something for that. They put him in there twice. So what would be the, you know, I feel like it's almost poetic justice for that other Barry we see to actually be a villain. Mm. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, because he's Eobor Thorne, like he is he. he He's a, also a very vile human. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> pretty much like Ezra Miller. Yes. So, and uh, to see him play a, the villain version of himself, that would be amazing. I mean... It, it'd definitely be a chance for him to... Well, a, a chance for them to show their chops as an actor. Yeah. You know, I can't name a lot of films with Ezra Miller in them other than... The DC movies he's been in, um, I, I would say some of his big some uh, his biggest one to me are between Perks of Being and Wallflower and the the uh, t- not the first Harry Potter series, the Strangers Stranger uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. He plays one of the major roles in that. I think it's Credence. I ain't seen I ain't, I ain't seen none of that. And I don't care to now. But, For those who know, I mean, it's not. It's not. It, he doesn't. 
he's not such a major pivotal character that he's a part he's like a big part of the movie he's just his character matters mm. but beyond that yeah uh, it's, and it's, uh, I, I was done with him uh, another line he says you know is a uh, you know you, you stole my face and mm. I, I don't know if that's like a if that that's could be like, a, like a very quirk thing yeah you know yeah. Or it, it could really be like Thon's a sociopath. So for him to know he is actually the one stealing Barry's face would be, uh, you know, the irony there, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, so, if you if you, t- you mentioned Grant Gustin and the Flash series, I don't know how much you you, know, you saw of it, but if you remember in the very first se- uh, season, the, the end-all bil- villain was Harris and Wells, who turned out to be Earbot Thon with a switch face. Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be the first time he's done this. Like, this this ain't news. This ain't new to him, not to mention, like, because of where he comes from. He comes from the future. It's not something that's completely inaccessible for him to do. Yeah. Like, and just for him, I could see him taunting Barry like, mm-hmm. I've lived this perfect life you wanted with your mother. You know, I killed your mother. And that's that's the big thing, right? Like, they introduced this whole storyline of somebody killed um, his mom and his dad is in jail mm-hmm. all the way back in Justice League. If there's any thread you want to tie up now's the time to do it right you don't want to leave you don't want to leave that uh you know wide open when you're working for this multiverse or whatever right. you want to do now so it's the perfect opportunity for them to show the man who killed his mother the man who's not at fault at this because another thing i like about flashpoint is the whole time barry thought eobor thon did this and it was like no barry your selfish ass did this. Yeah, you, this had nothing to do with him. <laughs> the world's about to end because you wanted to spend some more time with your mommy. And <laughs> so I I wish that things would have been different in a sense that we could have seen more of the Flash in his own movies, you know, really yeah. only seeing him in Justice League and then yeah this movie and it's, it's over, you know, that's, that's neither here nor there, but maybe, maybe Ezra Miller would have stayed out of trouble if he was busy filming movies. <laughs> maybe it'd be <laughs> easier to keep him out of trouble if they kept them all together <laughs> a little more, you know? I mean, uh, I, I don't uh, know, man. Ezra, Ezra Miller been on, been on his stuff or been on their stuff for a minute now. So I don't know if they could have, you know, protected it or not. But I know if you if we would have at least gone with this movie prior to all of that situation of happening, you could have already made the change if you needed to. Um, now, I believe just given the way that the studio just kind of operated, you had to lean on this. You had to, like, stick to this because otherwise you just hemorrhaged billions of dollars for no reason. You know, I assume they thought that The Rock and the Black Adam movie was going to do great because The Rock was in it. But I mean, ain't no spoiler. It flopped. You know, I'm not just to go on a quick tangent. You know, we're definitely going to come back to the flash, but I don't know who was asking for a Black Adam movie other than The Rock. This, you know, what I'm saying? I, this this felt completely that, that movie felt completely forced into um, the DCEU, you know, 
there was no reason for Superman to be in either Black Adam and Superman. Okay, bro. Where where is Shazam? That's what like, I'm saying. Black Adam that's, is a Shazam movie. We that got is the Shazam. only reason we cared about you. And they even alluded to you at the end of the first movie. Why is Shazam not popping up? They alluded to him in the, in, in, in the beginning of the movie. So it's, it's you got a Shazam movie and a Black Adam movie coming out in the same year. They've got nothing to do with each other. Like, this, it's a mess. It's a mess of a franchise. Like, this is, you know, what... DC's DC does. They've got two hard resets. They've got Crisis, and they've got Barry in the timelines. Yep. Those two things. Those two things pop up. You know, it's going to be some new new stuff going on. Hey, I see you, dog. Staying hydrated over there. What? Oh, we drinking water in 2023. You know what I mean? Big time on the water. But now you're absolutely right, and I feel like this was a. If I, I hope. Because I know James Gunn has mentioned it. I hope they go with the crisis angle after this. Like, if you're going to change everything, like, let's let's change it for the worse and the better at the same time. Like, lean us on a story that you haven't told at all. Like, allow DC to be the dark, you know, stories that origin as they originated and what do it does well. Like, you know, the biggest thing that DC, the biggest edge that DC has over Disney and Marvel is they can they can bring these dark era stories, and it actually it work out properly because it's who they've been this whole time. I feel like whenever, you know, Marvel tries to go dark, you have to keep an air of light to it because the monster's always watching. And Disney is one, you know, DC is Warner Brothers. They don't have to give a damn. Like, if that was what works in the in the animations, if that's what worked in the comic book, you got to lean on what's working and you got to lean on it hard and you got to lean on it, you know, sooner than later because at this point, like, you're failing. And this is the best time for movies like this to succeed because you have so much opportunity with with the technology and the actors and actresses that you have at your disposal but you just have to write a story that's cohesive and that's able to you know stand the test of time i feel like dc is is, has yet to really get away from the chasing of marvel it's like you can tell y'all learn how to just run your own race and let marvel run itself run itself ragged because it will they're going to continue on this this backward ass you know this run here and that's kind of how I feel about this Flash movie. I feel like it's backwards. I feel like it's going to pull out a lot of the understandings or the the less the stuff that we learn from the comic books and stuff like that. But I don't think it's going to be a good cohesive story. Ouch. It's just yeah. I, I, I it's what I'm used to from them now. Yeah, you know, it, it's kind of hard to get your hopes up for these movies after being let down. Time again and time again. Like I, I, I miss that year when HBO Max was showing the movies yeah. first. You know, like I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Outside of Wonder Woman '84, my most enjoyable times watching any DC movie, again DC EU, like outside of Joker and the mm-hmm. Batman. Was watching it at home with the the Snyder Cut and yeah. the Suicide Squad. You know, I could pause it. I could take breaks. It makes it yeah. easier to digest. Don't don't drag me to the theater for this mess. Just put it at home. 
it's, it's DC has become the Ezra Miller of production companies. So they just going to continue to let you down. They're going to give you a, a couple things to make you feel like you can believe in them again. And then as soon as you turn the other way, or as soon as you just let up a little bit, they're going to let you down again. Well, hold your hostage. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and that's exactly how hey, what now hold your other? hostage and, and beat you down, come up in your house. <laughs> just pull up for no reason, just turn it on itself. But instead of just attacking the people of Hawaii, DC attacks everybody. But I'm really hoping that this film does well. You know, you have to learn to separate art from artist. I'm not gonna enjoy watching Ezra Miller in these double performances he's having, but there are bright spots with Batfleck, yeah. Keaton. Be interesting to see how um, the actress who plays uh, oh, Supergirl does. Yeah, I would like to see her succeed. Yeah, you know, there, 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 there are a lot of players here, and I, I would, I would, you know, can't, can't let one rotten egg spoiled a bunch. I don't know if that's the right saying, but rotten apple. There you go. Yeah, Can't right. let one rotten apple spoil the bunch. And, and I don't, I don't, I would hope to think that by their, by their cells or by themselves, they can. I feel like there has, to me, it's like, and I said this, I said this a couple of days ago, where t- you know, I was talking to my little sisters about the movies that are in the projects that Marvel has coming out. And uh, one of one of which is Echo. And I asked this question is like, I just want to know why we decided to make to spend the money on that. And that's how I feel about this movie. It's like if you if we watched you cancel 99 percent of your your products, why wasn't this one canceled as well? Make me a believer. I believe this one wasn't canceled for the sheer fact that they're using it as a reset. And that's, and I'm cool with that. You know, they've, they've botched a lot of things going here, like tone. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I, yeah, I'll say it casting, you know, casting. they've got, they've got a lot of hits, but I don't know whose idea it was to make Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg. I, I don't know what you were going with that, but no, nah, don't don't. Yeah, don't that was that. not that was not the move. Um, don't do that. Um, <laughs> Joker, not the move. Jared Leto, stop giving him work. Yeah, Let that and, man made music. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, like there's there's a lot of good casting that went to waste as well. Oh, absolutely. You know, we we're never going to see Deathstroke in action. Um, waste the waste of Margot Robbie's uh, Harley Quinn. Yeah, the when they try so like, but mm. such a waste. Yeah, I've still, I've still never seen Birds of Prey. I have no intentions of. Seeing Don't do Birds it. Of Prey. Don't do it to yourself. I don't, I don't She's yeah. the only good thing. Yeah, this, this is a flash episode. And I think we said everything we can about this trailer. Do I think it's going to be a hit? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. What because. Uh, if it's not, I can tell you it's going to be a long, long road for James Gunn because oh, yeah. he's going to have to do more to want to get those butts in the seats as opposed to this, you know, knocking it out of the park and yeah. people being ready for the next installment. Uh, and I, I'm, I agree to that. Um, this, 
there's not a lot of situations like this when I feel like, and it comes to movies where you have to blow everyone away in order to get people to come back, especially when in, in the midst of a reboot, it's almost like you're trying to win over the, the championship, you know, caliber players and bring people back to this, you know, bring people back to the stands when you know that you're running with a quarterback who's pretty much hurt everything. And you're just hoping that he can, put it all together on some Patrick Mahomes stuff and win you that Super Bowl. Because if you're not. Hey, they got Keaton. And then Keaton, got, we, tr- then Ken Keaton <laughs> we trust. You be right. But how do y'all feel about the Flash trailer? Are you excited for the movie coming out? Be sure to let us know. Check us out on social media. Like I said earlier, all the links in the description. And until next time, it's been me, your boy, C-Ro, money, money, that C-dot-R-O, double dollar sign. And me, your boy, Codename Comet. Y'all have a great one. And we out, chill. Peace. Peace.